Is it ever okay to be ghosted? What about if you're the one doing the ghosting? What if no expectations were set to go out again and months have gone by? This is Thirsty the Podcast, Ghosted Gary. Hello, everyone. This is Laura. Um, I've been thinking a lot um, right now or recently about the idea of ghosting, because as we know, ghosting is all over online dating these days. Um, It kind of runs rampant because people are internet strangers and you can kind of do whatever you want to do. (laughs) And there are no real repercussions. Um, And I think there are also kind of different levels of ghosting. Um, If you've been talking to someone for several days on a dating app and they just Houdini out on you, they're just one day you open up the app and they have just disappeared. Um, That sucks. And I hate that, but it tends to feel a little bit differently than someone you've gone on an actual in-person date with, and then they ghost out on you. Um, I do think that the upside of ghosting out on the app is that, you know, you get to wonder about what it might've been like, and you (laughs) never know if they were actually an asshole in real life. They just disappeared and you're like, oh, wow, but they were great. They just, you know, had a lot going on and they needed to, you know, take a step back. (laughs) It wasn't me, it was them. Of course. And then probably my favorite ghosting, if I had to pick a a ghosting type is mutual ghosting. When you um, both just kind of stop talking at the same exact time, like you both have like, without saying anything, acknowledged that you don't ever want to talk or see each other again. Um, It's like this big silent agreement. I had a coffee date with someone that last summer and we had been texting for a couple of days. He drove up near my house, like went out of his way to come and meet me. We went for coffee, walked around, whatever. And then we just never talked again. <laughs> we both just knew that it wasn't a thing. And we just, he's still in my phone. He's like, Jeff, okay, Cupid in my phone. Cause I haven't deleted it, but like, we were never, we're never going to go out again. And we knew that. No. Well, I love it when like both people know, and you're just like, okay, great. Nobody like we're on the same page here. We do not want to date neither of us. And you don't even have to deal with it. Like everyone knows and you just walk away silently. Yeah. It feels really mature because like, there's nothing that needs to be said here. It was just like, we're done. It's, it's fine. We met, we went on a date. That's what you do. And there is no reason to take this any further. Yeah. I don't know that I've really been much of a ghoster other than that type of ghosting other, you know, there's the, again, the unmatching on the app when you're like, no, or whatever, or you start dating someone and you're not interested in whoever else is in your queue or whatever. But I did have a situation um, a while back where I did end up being the ghoster, but I, I feel, I feel good about my position um, with this ghosting situation. It was like a year and a half ago. I was just starting to date again after a long relationship ended and I kept on seeing the profile for this guy, Gary. Um, It was probably like the first few days or whatever that I was back on dating apps and I saw him on Bumble and I'm like, oh, he seems so great. Uh, He fit exactly what I thought I was looking for. He was attractive. He had a really interesting career, it seemed. He was a single dad to one child and he lived two miles from me. Two miles. Hmm. So convenient. So great. <laughs> Interesting person. Whatever. Like I was like, this is this dating is gonna be awesome. Like I really thought in my head because of this guy's profile. I'm like, 
dating's going to be great. These are the men that are out there waiting for me. And it's, you're so optimistic. The lies <laughs> we tell ourselves. <laughs> well, this is reminding me of, I think I sent you this meme the other day, Laura, where, and other people may have seen this, but like the headline was, there's plenty of fish in the sea. And then it was a little snippet of a reporter that turns around. There's a lake full of dead fish. <laughs> that's very true yeah I I just thought that Gary was like this is this is the type of man that I was gonna meet and it was gonna be awesome um so I swiped on him on Bumble and we didn't match and then later we matched on that that app the league Heather I don't know if you remember oh yeah where it's supposed to be like all these elite people and it's not oh I tried Um, that (laughs) so we matched on the league and he never messaged me and then we matched on tinder And it took a while, but eventually I think he messaged me back and we started chatting and immediately after chatting, he wanted me to come over that night to his house for a beer and to listen to some records. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't think think I'm going to do that. Um, And I hadn't gone out with anybody yet at this point after my breakup. So like, again, if I'm just, just starting to date, I am not going over to your house one evening um, to listen to records because we know what that means. So <laughs> I Although that, oh, I was just going to say back at that time, that was less like now it's like, are you joking? I would never. But back <laughs> then, like that was back when nothing was open. So those home dates, those really happened and they were at the time less weird. Although now I'm like, get out of here with that. <laughs> Miss with that. <laughs> I agree with that. However, we had like literally like exchanged a small handful of messages and then you're like, no, like this was no. Mm -mm." And again, (laughs) yes, it was like deep COVID time, no vaccines, winter. It was just like, if there was a, there was a lot happening, pros and cons for a home date, I guess. Um, But then the next day after we had been messaging, after he'd invited me over, I declined. The next day I tested positive for COVID. So I'm like, oh. I'm like, if I, you know, had gone over to on this home date, I probably would have given him COVID. And that's an awkward Tinder message. Like, oh, thanks for the beers. Also go get tested. Like no one wants to say that in any capacity. <laughs> and I'm not talking about STD testing. I'm talking about, you know, it's funny how that is that when someone says go get tested, that's the default. It's COVID test. It's yes. not something else. Um, and so we messaged later that week and I told him, I'm like, I saved you from COVID. Um, and he made some comment about how it wouldn't have been that big of a deal if I had given it to him. And, you know, we all go to, like, we all go to target, right? Like, I was like, "Mm, I don't really like that would have been the same, but I guess it's good in hindsight to know that if we had hung out, it would not have been a big deal. Um, but I was just like, okay. And so obviously I had COVID. So I kind of put the kibosh on dating at that point. Um, and we kind of just fizzled out like, um, but it wasn't ghosting, right. We just stopped talking. We had never met. this was just like, whatever these are, this is dating app dynamics at that point. And then a couple months later, we ended up talking again on Tinder. I'm assuming we just if I, if I could be so bold to assume what happened, we probably were still matched and I probably was bored and I probably didn't have any other matches I was interested in. So I probably messaged him if we're going to be honest, this is okay. It's okay. So I think I probably resurrected this conversation, just bored one day. I'm like, Hey, this guy had seemed great. Let's see what's going on over there. Even though again, in the back of my head, I was like, Ooh, the record date, like that kind of like gave me some, you know, little mini red flags of like, Um, 
and I was like deep, I was deep in it at this point. Cause this was also when the David, the disaster stuff was happening. So my life was just a whirlwind of like weird, not okay things. And, but I had remembered, I'm like, Oh, Gary lives close to me. He seems great, whatever. So we picked up where we left off, started talking and we set a date for me to come over to his house for dinner. <laughs> so God. Clearly this is what happens after a couple of months of dating. I am fine to go to a stranger's <laughs> home for dinner. Your standards, went um, in the, your standards went in the wrong direction. They went like down. I know. I know. I David kind of screwed you up. I will say David, the disaster screwed you up. He was ugh, the worst. I made a lot of questionable decisions that winter with dating. This was probably not my worst one. So it is what it is. It's okay. I had no problems going over to a stranger's house for dinner. Yeah. Um, he suggested I take an Uber because he made strong drinks. Also a sign I probably should not have. Yeah. Should not have gone. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, I still went on this date. I went out with him. Um, I did, Heather, I know I made sure that you knew where I was going. Because safety oh, first. I remember this now. <laughs> Always safety first. I let you know. All right. <laughs> So I get to uh, Gary's house. It's freezing cold, winter, icy, awful outside. Uber drops me off. And he was super friendly in person. He was definitely one of those men. You know, I think he had a background. Um, he had kind of a couple of different careers and one was in kind of more of a sales environment. And I don't know if you've ever been around people who work in sales, but like they are friendly. They are like you know, disarming in a certain way, but also a little bit fake sometimes where it's like, eh, this is kind of a little bit of shtick, but this is also who you are. Yeah. So, you know, he was not an unfamiliar kind of personality type to be around, but it was also like, you know, comfortable. And he made me a great drink as promised. Um, also funnily enough, um, the dinner he made for us was really his leftovers from the night before. What? Wait, what was it? Was it like, it was did like, it feel fancy or were you like, this seems wrong? It was like jambalaya. Like it was tasty, oh, okay. but right. also like come over for dinner is him like getting out of Tupperware and like reheating some food from his fridge. So like, oh my God, like, we could have ordered sushi or done some, but no, we were having leftover jambalaya, um, okay. but he was a good cook. Like the food was good, but maybe weird. he should have, maybe he should have hid that a little better. Like I get it. Like I have been known to like. I'll, okay. Here's a kitchen hack. I like, I like to buy dinner from whole foods and then put it in my own dishes. And then everybody thinks you made it cheating. No, he, I think I knew before going there that it was going to be leftovers. Yeah. I went on this date. I understand. There are a lot of questions here. There's a lot of poor choices, but I went. And so I, you know, we, we, we ate dinner, we had some strong drinks and, um, we did in fact, listen to records. He had quite mm-hmm. the record collection and we picked out, I got to pick out different records and we listened to music and, um, you know, there is no surprise that in this home date, there were some adult activities, um, that happened yeah. after record listening. Um, oh, I'm shocked, yeah. shocked by that outcome of, uh-huh. eating, of drinking a lot of drinks and going straight to someone's home. And yeah, no, I'm shocked yeah. by that. Yeah. There were no surprises that would happen. Um, and he did ask me if I wanted to spend the night. I definitely did not nice. want to spend the night for a variety of reasons of why one would not want to spend the night in this situation. Besides the fact that I had a dog at home, I did need to get home too. Without the dog, I still would have been getting in an Uber to go home. 
Um, <laughs> there would, wait, are you, there would be a fake dog that you need to get home to hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Um, I don't think either one of us would have wanted me to spend the night and I definitely did not want to wake up there the next day. So Ugh. the right answer all the time is probably just go home. Yeah. So I went home and we texted the next day about like being hungover as one would be after drinking a lot of whiskey. And it was just like a real simple, like one text each, like nothing like, Oh, this was so great. Or we should no. It was just like, whatever, like kind of what you feel like you should do after that situation, I guess. And I think I, the day, like two days after or something, I kind of, I think I texted him again, something just whatever, something stupid. And he didn't seem that interested. And it was again, very minimal. We had not talked about hanging out again. I wasn't really that interested anyway after meeting him. So I was just like, whatever. And like, I think I was the last person to text and he didn't respond and it would get no no hurt feelings. I was fine with it, like not being a thing. And then like a month later, he texted me and asked how I'd been. And I was kind of surprised because again, neither one of us seemed that drawn to like this being a thing. I chose not to respond. I had other stuff happening in my life. A lot can happen in a month in online dating. So like, clearly I have moved on by this point. Things are happening, whatever. So I don't respond to this text. And so again, a couple of months later, so maybe like three months after we had initially hung out, he texted again. And it was the exact same words as before. It's like a copy and paste text situation. How you been, Laura? Like, what? Yeah, not even like great grammar. How you been, Laura? And I'm like, not, not responding to this. So I have two texts yeah. that I have not responded to with someone that I had no plans on seeing again and who I think had no plans on seeing me again. And then fast forward to like nine months after we first hung out and he texted me again. This time he was asking how I was and joking that he was finally over his hangover from when we first hung out. Ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> nine month period since we had gone on this one weird home date, I had had two decently serious relationships during that time and a ton of other first dates. And when we first met, it was winter. And when he texted me again, it was the start of winter again. Like a whole season of life has happened in this time. And I'm like, well, do I respond to this text when I have not responded to the other two texts? That seems nonsensical. I'm also not single at this point. This is a person I talked to for like two days total in my life. And that once I'm like, whatever. So I just didn't respond again. Like so much time had passed. Clearly he's looking for testing the waters to see if I'll probably come over and listen to records again. Um, (laughs) So I continued to ghost. I stand by my choice to ghost in this situation because I think sometimes it just needs to happen. There was nothing to say here. There was nothing more that was going to happen. I did not lead anybody on thinking it was something more and then just ghost out. I staunchly ghosted at the appropriate times of like, I'm not going to respond because I've got other stuff going on. And just because you continue to text does not mean I need to respond to anything. Yeah. This is different from like, if you were in a relationship, like you hear those stories about people that like have been dating for three months and then the other person just disappears. That is so uncool. I think that is so uncool. This is different. This is one day. Also like nothing. If he and I had like had this great first date and like some really great texting immediately after. And then all of a sudden I went cold and just like decided not to respond anymore. Like that's 
crappy. Like that, that's a situation where like, yeah, you just say, you know what? I'm not interested, whatever. Yeah. But he had left me on red after we had first hung out and then Uh decided to come back a month later. No, thank you. Like I'm not playing those games. We're done. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it doesn't really like sometimes people are, we haven't used this term in a while, tenderonies. Mm. I feel like people are tenderonies about uh, like they've been talking to someone on an app for a few days and they're like, oh, ghosted. I'm like, no, they just, the conversation was over. Or even like, I feel like if you go on like one, maybe even two dates, I don't really feel like it's a thing until like you've had an actual real connection with them. And I feel like at the beginning, like sometimes the conversation's just over and, you know, and it's not, there's no obligation to keep talking. No. And I think you also like, you know, Look at the writing on the wall. If someone's not responding to you, like just stop texting them because if they wanted to talk to you, they know how to find you. Yeah. And there are plenty of other people out there that probably do want to talk to you. Maybe. So just talk to them. (laughs) Okay. So do you, I mean, do you feel like you should have responded to it? I mean, he kept texting you and you just kept not responding. Do you think you should have responded to his text at some point? I did go back and forth a little bit because I felt kind of juvenile of like, like just cut the bullshit and just like respond back and say, no, not interested. Like in my head, I'm like, Ooh, maybe I should have done that at some point. But again, like, I feel like not responding is the universal sign of not interested. Clearly you can see that the text <laughs> got delivered. If I have not responded to one, if I have not responded to two, I'm not going to respond to three, especially when you're saying the other, you know, the same thing over and over again. And if he had been legitimately interested when he reached out, like the first time, and said, you know what? I had so much fun hanging out with you. I went on vacation after we went out that first time and my job's been busy. Like at least given some reasons of like, yeah, I wasn't super tapped in, but I did really like you and had fun with you. Like, would you be up for going out again? I would love to take you to dinner or go do something and have it be an actual date thing. Then I probably would have been more likely to respond and be like, oh, you know, I had fun too, but I'm dating someone else or I just don't see a connection there or whatever. But like the, how you do in text, like, are you Joey Tribbiani? Like, what are we doing here? Like, that's not, that's not great. That's not someone looking to date me also, which again, I know when your first date is a home date and there are adult activities, um, that often does not lead to a relationship, but it can. And (laughs) try, um, or you can try the, how you doing. And if I'm not responding, then that's your answer. Like I'm doing fine without you. Thank you. You're making me think of, um, so there was, so this is something that happened that I did that is maybe I'm not great, but it got kind of funny. Remember there's a guy on Tinder that I matched with him and he texted me. He sent kind of a unhinged first text. Like he was so excited and so Mm -hmm. positive. He's like, how are you doing on this sunny Wednesday? I hope you're like picking up sunshine and flowers. I was like, Oh my God. And it included like an emoji after every phrase and and symbol. I was like, wow, that was my response. And I was like, Oh, I am not attracted to this at all. It was super big turnoff because it was so, I don't know. It was like positivity to the max. And I prefer people that talk to me like a normal person and not like this big show. But anyway, so I, I did not respond. I was like, Oh no. But then he sent another text the other day, every holiday since it has now been two months and I have never responded to him ever, but I don't unmatch him because I just want to see how long it's going to go, which I guess (laughs) makes me a terrible person, but it's kind of a funny joke at this point. 
But now every time there's a holiday, he'll be like, happy St. Patrick's Day, Clover, Clover, Clover. I hope you're enjoying this great day with a frosty beverage and some Irish eyes. And I'm just like, wow, wow. I wonder if he's copy and pasting those to everybody, just like seeing what, like who it sticks to. I'm sure, or, well, I don't know. I guess I, I I have no idea. I mean, I can't imagine many people respond to that. Like someone needs to tell him to cut that shit out or cut that out. Did you ever respond to his messages no. or not? Okay. Yeah, no, so I have never it. responded to him once. And ordinarily I unmatch as soon as I'm like not into somebody, but in this case, I just kind of want to see how long it goes. Like, am I going to get a Cinco de Mayo text from him? That would be amazing. Or message on the app. I never give him my phone number. Like yeah. we're just like, obviously. I just want to know how long he's going to go with it. Anyway, so that's like funny. That's my like, what with ghosting? Um, now here's the thing, like flipping it around. Don't you hate it though? When you get ghosted, how do you um, feel when you're on the other end of that? Yeah. Uh, but however, anytime I've gotten this, and so I did have somebody I went out with a couple of dates way, 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 way back when I very first started dating again. And I could sense that he was kind of like, you know, he was super into me. And then the texts are like one word and like delayed response and all that. It's like, this guy wants to ghost me. He just hasn't fully pulled the you know trigger on it. Like he's just kind of towing the line there. And I remember like kind of pushing that guy to be like, just tell me you don't want to date me anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm not letting this guy ghost me. I'm like, you're going to tell me, but I put the effort in to find out the answer again. Like I don't like getting ghosted, but if I sense it coming, then I'll be like, just tell me and be an adult. Like we've gone out on multiple dates. Like if you don't want to date me, that's fine. But like be an adult about it. Uh, Obviously like Gary didn't care that much. So he just did whatever. Now did this other person, did they tell you? Yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah. Cause again, and I was also so new to dating. I was just like, you know, running around doing stupid things. Um, so I was making a lot of poor choices, but I definitely was just like, I am not allowing, cause it just felt so much more important. I think when I had first started dating of like these connections and whatever that I'm like, I'm not allowing you to ghost me. And now I'd be like, all right, cool. If you're not into me, goodbye. Uh, but then it was harder to let it go. And so I kind of like pushed it a little bit more. Um, I definitely like feel like sometimes if there are people that I have matched with on an app and we've done a lot of the messaging, And then you go back in and they've just disappeared and you're just like, but we were talking about making plans. Like we were going to, you asked me out on a date, we were setting up a time and that feels a little, again, kind of yucky because I'm like, well, I was kind of invested in getting to know you. I don't talk to that many people at a time on an app, but then also, again, you can keep them like, oh, well, they were probably really great. And I just missed it. Maybe I'll see him again one day and it's fine, whatever. But I wish people would just be more upfront, but I've also done it too. I feel like that when it's so anonymous, it's like, whatever. Um, But the in-person ghosting, I definitely would like, if I've met them, I would kind of ask for a a reasoning behind it. Yeah. You're making me think of two things. Um, One, you're making me think of, and you'll remember this guy, I think there was someone that I matched with that I was so excited about. I work in a creative field and he's a creative director. As soon as I saw him, I was like, yeah. That's who I want to talk to because he was clearly such a weirdo. And I love those weirdos that work in creative fields. I remember he called me, he texted me, he asked me all kinds of questions. He was so funny, so smart, and he was well awarded in his career. He was kind of a badass in terms of his field. I was so excited about him. And he was, um, I remember he asked me on a real date because we we texted for two weeks. 
And we only texted for that long because he had a, a trip planned to the coast with his kid. Um, and so it wasn't a thing of like, we texted too long. He like had a, a, a long weekend trip in the middle of it. So we wouldn't have been able to go out. He was like, when I come back, I want to go on a date. He texted me throughout this trip and then he came back and we had a phone call and he said, Hey, I would love to be able to take you out this Friday. I'll plan something and let, let's go. And then I never heard from him that again. Was weird. It was so weird. I think he like got overwhelmed, didn't plan it or something. And then he, cause there are those people that get overwhelmed and like, they just can't, they just like opt out. You know what I mean? Like, instead of handling it, like, I, I think maybe he didn't plan it or he had issues. This is back. He was just getting back to dating again. And during COVID, you can't do anything without a reservation, mm-hmm. at least in Chicago. And they were kind of hard to get because most restaurants were only at like 25% capacity to have social distancing. So if you don't make that reservation by like four or five days ahead of time, you're going to have a hard time going anywhere. And it was dead winter. We can't go for a walk. So if I were to take a guess, I think he couldn't figure it out, got overwhelmed. And it was just, that was he just didn't deal with it. But anyway, that I, I like that making me think of that experience of getting ghosted. It made me really frustrated because I was like, wow, that that's like being a coward. And I, now I know we would have never dated because I'm not a coward. Like I mess up, you know, if something goes wrong. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It makes me think of that. <laughs> I had one like that on last summer where the guy ended up sharing a little too much information with me. After I had accepted the date, unfortunately, he did not have my phone number. It was the guy who wanted to get the tattoos of the good place, that TV show. Oh, all those I remember that took a, that took a hard left turn. You know, he was like, obsessed with off. the good, the show, the good place and had these ep- and I was like paragraphs of information about like wanting these certain episodes. And he asked everybody to watch them in the show. So important to him. And he's planning his next two tattoos around it. And I was like, Oh, like, oh, I don't think I want to hang out with you. Yeah. Not, he also you know. was starting a trauma podcast and he kept on talking about his trauma, but he wouldn't say what the trauma was. And I didn't feel like I could ask, but I was like, trauma is like a, a, a big word. So like, there are a lot of things yeah. that came out after I had agreed to go on a date with him. And then it was like, we were inching closer to when the date was supposed to be. And I went really quiet. I totally was not being a good person. Cause I was just like, not responsive. And finally like the day yeah. before he's like, are we still on? And I was like, you know, I just started dating someone. So I'm so sorry, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And like, so I didn't, I did not go out on okay. him. But I was very close to just like disappearing, which is terrible. But I was like, this is intense. I can't, I don't think I've ever ghosted anyone. Like there've been people where the conversation ended, but that's it. I mean, like the emoji guy, I don't think that counts. Cause like you know, that's just that like, a I never, I never started talking to him in the first place. So There's I don't so think many that people we match with who never respond. So that doesn't count. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, people tell stories and I've seen it all over TikTok where they like get ready for the date. They show up for the date and then the person just never shows. Uh, I can't imagine being wow. in that situation where like they have made plans with you. They've whatever you've shown up. And it's like, then you have to sit there and wonder, did they walk in and see you and not like what they saw and they left, which is where my head would go or like what prompts that to happen? It's just bonkers. That would yeah. Be that's sad. nuts. Like I, I will say I super judge people like that. Cause like be a grown up. Yes. Like for me, one thing I'll say, and this is a good thing about me. I always talk about like my bad character traits. So this is a good character trait. I am a grown up. If I'm over it, I say like, I do like I just say no, or I don't like, I'm not going to be that person that no shows or cancels five minutes before. Cause I think that's being a baby. I really do. And I think no one's obligated here. You do what you want, what you, that's good. 
but don't wait till the last second to cancel. Don't just no show. That's just like basic human respect. It's okay to not be into it. It's not okay to treat someone like garbage. Like, sorry, like you need to take care of your business and cancel if you want to cancel in a healthy amount of time. I always think about if you date women or you date or anybody else that like does their hair, puts makeup on. We said this last, you know, in last week's Mm -hmm. episode, if you wait till the last second, they already went to all that trouble. So don't do that to them. That's just not cool. It's really not cool. And it's not respectful. Although you are making me think of, um, so this is an episode that's going to pop up later in the season. The name is Peter, the party animal. The mm. flip side of ghosting are people that go, I like, I, I think they go too far the other direction. This has happened to me a couple of times. I saw him do it. I was like, don't do that. It was someone I dated and then we were friends for a little bit before it ended in a ball of flames, but he, he was on the other side of it. And there was someone that he had gone on some dates with. Um, and she said, you know, and she started ghosting him. Like she didn't respond for like two weeks. He was like, I feel like I need to just tell her this is over. I was like, she hasn't talked to you in two weeks. It is over. And I think you sending a message actually is super passive aggressive. Like I, I would just let it go. I was like, I was like, what you're doing is you're trying to act like you, you know, you ended this. I was like, and that's just like kindergarten stuff. She's not interested. It's done. Move on. You don't need to send this message. He's like, oh, I think we should always be kind. I was like, okay. But I think what you did was not cool, but all right. People know how to find you. Like they know how to get in touch with you if they want to get in touch with you. So if they're not doing it, they're not interested either. They're not interested in you or they're not in a good place to date or like there's something else going on that you will just never know the answer to, but like they know how to get in touch with you. And if you are sending multiple texts and that person is not responsive, then they're not going to respond to you and you have to let it go. And that's their reasons. And that's the right. Like, maybe you don't like the way they're doing it. And and maybe it's not cool. I agree with that, but like, you can't just keep like throwing messages into the void. I remember too, we'll go further into this and into the Peter episode, but he also was all hung up on his ex. He was sending her messages all the time. She didn't respond ever. She actually sent a note through her therapist to say, please stop contacting me. He was like, oh, she's just in a bad place. I was like, no, she doesn't want to talk to you. You are harassing her, Yes, you know? And he was just obsessed. And so there's the other side of ghosting. Let those people go. Let my people go when they're done with you. Like don't keep bothering them. There are people out there that want to receive your text messages and they want to respond to you. Go talk to those people. Don't bother the person that is done with you. This reminds me of that doctor I matched with last winter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh God, that was so funny to watch. I mean, it's the only person I've ever or really ever blocked, I think, from dating, like blocked yeah. on my phone because I stupidly gave him my cell phone number, but I think it's because I wanted his cell phone number to figure out who he was in real life. Oh, background check. Here. Yes. Yeah, I needed yeah. to do some stalking. So I think I had, um, that's probably prompted the, the phone uh, text exchange. But like, at first it was like, fine, he's interesting. And then it just got like way too sexual, like way too much. But then he'd be like showing me stuff like he'd grown in his garden. I'm like, well, and like other things I'm like, you're a really interesting person. And then you're saying all this like dirty doctor stuff to me. And I was like, I don't know you. And he's like, wanted to come over. He's like, well, I'm coming over on Monday night. And I'm like, you're not coming over. You're not coming here. I don't know you. This is not happening. Um, and then out of the blue one day, he sends me this full frontal naked photo. Uh, and I was like, oh. 
God. So there's another side to ghosting. I don't know if there's a name for, is it harassment? Maybe harassment's the name for it. So there's another side to ghosting. Yeah. Real ghosting is not cool, but also don't bother people that don't want to talk to you. Leave them alone and definitely don't send them full frontal pictures. I'm so lucky. I've never had that happen to me. I've never, Well, I was just like, you know what? And I'm like, how do I handle this? Blah, blah, blah. I tried to be really nice about it. And I'm like, you know what? I think I just need to like take a step back from dating. Like I'm just, you know, I've got a lot going on. I just need to take a step back. And he would not pick up on me, just not wanting to talk to him anymore. And he just kept on going, Oh, like, but this and texting and good morning. And blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, I, I've already told you, no, like I have given you my boundaries. Like I'm not really interested in dating at this time. Like, and I didn't even make it about him. I was just like, not into any of it. Just You're so nice. There. Like you didn't put in the, I'm not interested in dating you at this time. You're just like, no, I was, I think I felt bad because I matched with them. I gave them my cell phone number. I'm like, well, clearly like I opened, I mean, I didn't open the door for the full rental picture, but like I opened the door, I guess for the texting kind of, but it was yeah. like, I'm like, aren't you like, don't you need a doctor or somebody like, go yeah. that. like stop texting go me. If I didn't text back right away, he was one of those where it was just like, what are you doing? Did you, oh, I feel like you ghosted me. I feel like you're gone. I feel like you're this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, clearly you've been ghosted a lot. If you're mine, yeah. immediately goes. I'm well, like, I, I wonder know. why I'm working my job and raising my children. And you're at the hospital right now doing your job. Like go save some lives. Like why, why are you texting me here? Um, so eventually wow. like, he just wasn't getting the hint that I didn't want to talk. And I'd get like, got like a good night text that I didn't respond to. And then a good morning text with like a sunshine emoji. And I didn't respond to that. And so I blocked him. And I, I support that, that choice that, I mean, I that was hilarious. No. I know I said, you said, no, you said, no, no. I said, yeah. no. Although again, like more power to you, if you are that self-confident to send that full frontal photo, go for it, but like send it to someone who wants it. Like I wasn't asking. <laughs> yeah. For yeah there's the whole, like, there's the whole consent side of that. Like someone has consented to receive that material for me, <laughs> which did you did not, not consent. Um, so yeah, so that was again, an appropriate reason to ghost because I gave my boundaries. I said, no, I said, I do not wish to date you. And you thought for some reason there was an open door that I still wanted to have your text advances and I had to block you and go away forever. I did unblock him recently just out of fun to see if like, what if he randomly tries to text me just for laughs, but he hasn't, it's been quiet. All is good. (laughs) That's a funny experiment. Well, I think, you know, hospital, he works at a hospital. If I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. don't you go to the hospital? What if he's your doctor? Wouldn't you Um, die right now in Chicago? That is not the hospital I would go to. Okay. Um, Okay. So we're safe there. He does not live anywhere near me. So we're safe there. Um, He was just like a nice person. That was just like gross. He was gross. It was gross. I didn't care for it. We talked about a bunch of real stuff and then it was just like, so yeah, sometimes you just have to like Houdini out of a situation and feel okay about it. Yeah, no, I I support your choice. Now, getting this back to Gary, did you actually want to date? Like at any point during this, did you actually want to date Gary or was he just like a seat filler? Again, when I first saw his profile, I mean, he was literally, I think one of the first profiles I saw, like right when I started dating again. And I was like, he seen, he's like a great on paper kind of guy. Like he seemed really great. And I was really excited. I like, I really wanted to match with him. And I was excited when I saw him other on other apps. And I feel like 
I mean, obviously like I knew what going over to his house would likely mean. So like I put myself in that situation and whatever, but if it had been more normal times and if it had, if there had been an opportunity for an actual date, and again, it was crazy cold COVID. I don't know that anything was really open at that point for us to have gone yeah. on a real date. But if it had been able to, I think it would have been fun. Uh, but I also think I would have learned in that real date that I also just would not have wanted to date him. Because I think, again, you see people who are good on paper. And sometimes the stuff behind the curtain is is not always that great. And there were things that just would not have been a fit or an interest for me. So, no. Yeah. Yeah. I think ghosting is so interesting. People get so emotional about it. Like I'm in some singles groups and I, I sometimes I'll, I'll like talk to you about it, Laura until you report back on what I'm seeing. Um, but people get so worked up about it and I don't say it like, I, I have this side that's just like kind of, uh, maybe too direct, but people will complain be like, I was talking to this guy for three days on the apps and he just ghosted me. I'm like, no, you didn't. I don't think that counts. Like people, I think there's two things. I think people need to stop being so sensitive. Everyone is not obligated to talk to you. And if you've been talking to someone for three days, it's not a breakup. They're just done talking to you and that's okay. And you just need to get over it. They're probably talking to five other people and they're dating someone else and they decided to pursue that. And they really, at the end of the day, in those situations, nobody really owes you anything. Is it yeah. nice if they're like, you know what, actually, like, I don't feel a connection or like I'm, I'm dating someone and I got more serious or I just met someone, whatever your reason is like, is that nice? Yes. Is that, should that be your expectation? Probably not. Yeah. Well, I think something you said, and I, I forgot to, to respond to it earlier, earlier, you were talking about kind of your, how you felt about this back then and how you would feel about it now. And I think that really shows how you grow over time. Cause now I kind of don't care. I don't care if they don't respond to me. I don't care if they don't talk to me. The only time I care is like, if we were in a relationship, like once you hit the point where it's like, Oh, we've been out a lot and like things have gotten kind of to be a real thing. And then you just ghost me. Yeah. That's not cool. And I don't like that, but though, like I, I do not at all I do not at all have a negative response when someone stops talking to me on an app or if it's only been a couple of dates, like, I don't care. It's fine. It's really fine. Like what impact does that make on my life? They're just not interested. And that's really okay. Cause there's plenty of other people that are, and I want to be with someone who wants to be with me. So really it's all good. Um, I think early on, you're just so, especially fresh off divorce, it just feels like one more rejection, which I think people need to be more aware of that. I doubt you were that into them either. You're just looking for a warm body, someone who paid, you know, attention is a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. That, that's what that's about. Whereas now it's like, it's, I'm not like that now. Now it's, I want a real connection where they're into me and I'm into them. It's not about attention. It's not about just having somebody coming after me when it, that's not the case. When you first leave a marriage, you just you don't care who it is. It's just someone paying you attention. So when they stop talking to you after three days, even though it means nothing, you get all upset about it. Well, I think also like if you're really early on in it, like you may not like, or at least how I was, like I got on, I was on one app to start. I started on Bumble. I wasn't on anything else for a while. So that was my one app. And then I only matched with so many people because I was so picky because, you know, I swiped left on the majority because I was like, yeah, no, no, no. Like I was just no to everybody. So there was only a small number of people that I was matched with and that I was talking to. And mm-hmm. so you put a lot more weight on those. Cause maybe you have three matches that you're chatting yeah. with. And as you go down the line, you're on every app and you're matched with a million people. And it's like, it, it, it kind of dilutes the situation a little bit more. 
Yeah. Because the first person I ever matched with on an app was the first person I went out on a date with was the first person I loosely like dated. I mean, it was floundering Felix. It was um, at the end of last season. Oh yeah. Where mm-hmm. we're, I mean, this guy was, there were a whole host of issues to me trying to date that person, but I was very like intertwined with him in a way because I hadn't talked to anyone else and I put a lot of weight on it. So if we had been talking a lot and he had just ghosted out on me, yeah. Whether or not we had met, I would have taken that really hard because I just didn't know any better. And I had no one else I was talking to. And I didn't know that also somebody can obviously make themselves seem great on a dating app and they're in life person, real life person may not often isn't that great, Yeah, but you don't know that, like, you don't know all of those things yet. So it feels a lot harder and a lot more hurtful early on to have someone who you thought was into you and they disappear and you take it personally because you don't have a lot else going on and you put a lot of stock in those early matches. And then once you've been yeah. in it for a while, you're like, whatever, who cares? Well, and also, so I'm a little, I have a little bit of a woo woo side at times. So I'm really, I'm not religious, but I am pretty spiritual. So there's a, uh, something I learned about in reading some, uh, author named Eckhart Tolle. Other people talk about this, but this is just where I heard about it personally. The first time was about practicing non-attachment, which means, and I know it sounds kind of funny at first, because it doesn't mean emotionally unavailable, but it means not thinking that you have a right to other people. You don't have a right to other things. It's practicing non-attachment and just really focusing on the idea that people, things, experiences, flow into and out of your life as they're meant to. And the worst thing you can do is to try to grab it mm-hmm. and make it stay when it's done. And I think people get really attached in, in ways that don't make sense. And it just shows they're emotionally not very healthy, where just like you said, where they're talking to someone on an app, it's really nothing. It means nothing. And they get very attached to it. Um, and I think when you're healthy, you're unattached. And so I think that's something that's good. You know, if this sounds interesting to you, you should Google it, learn more about it. I know it really changed my life for the better in a lot of ways. I have no right to other people doing what they feel like they need to do and like really trusting the universe that things are going to come into and out of your life as they should. And the worst thing you can do is to try to make it, uh, make it do something that it's not meant to do. Like hanging on to someone that wants to leave. Don't do that. I've done that many times in my life. Hello, Heather's harem. I have so many friends that I, you know, used to be dates. Um, and I don't know that I would say it's great. Cause like, you know, a few of them have gotten girlfriends since I dated them and it hurts. It really does. And maybe I should have just let them go. So I, you know, I was attached in a way that was not healthy. Yeah. I think there is that, yeah, they come in and out at the right times and trying to squeeze something too tight is never a good thing and is never going to turn out well in the end. Yeah. And you don't need to do that. I think once you get like, I think I'm the healthiest I've been in a long time over this two-year journey I've been on and I'm really okay. You want to leave? Leave. I'm fine. You know, which is not the added, like I would have been a puddle on the floor um, when I went through that before, like, just like, oh, it's so terrible. Whereas now I'm like, I'm fine. Great. Okay. Bye. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't care about them, but I just know if they want to go, they're not for me. So you should go. Yep. Cause again, okay. you should be in, you should be in what you want to be in and not what you need to be in. And that's a part of it too. Like you don't need that relationship, but you want it if it's right and it feels good and whatever, but if it's, you know, not working, then it doesn't work. doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. Two things. 
Your hair is looking particularly pink today. <laughs> Y'all can't see it, but I can. Um, and then secondly, do we have anything else we want to say about ghosting or anything that you learned coming off of Gary that finally it was just this one little experience, but like, obviously it stuck with you enough that you learned a few things about it. Is there anything else you want to say about it? Yeah, I know. I think again, it's that I think we covered a lot because this is such like a prevalent topic, but I think again, even though it feels kind of like vapid and simple and whatever, cause it's ghosting and it's, you know, talked about all the time with dating, like it, it's interesting to kind of dissect the layers of like, when should you be hurt by this situation? And when it's like, well, this is just kind of par for the course with dating. And I feel like when the stakes are low and there's nothing has really happened and you haven't met, or you barely met, this is just what's going to happen. Like people are going to be people and they're going to choose their own reasons for things. And you're not going to know, and you can't push the envelope on it and try and get something out of a situation that doesn't need to be gotten. If it's a more in-depth connection and they ghost out, then again, then you're missing out on being with a garbage human who is just going to ditch out (laughs) on you. And that's probably okay too. So learn from that and move on. Like, I think they're all learning situations, but so many of them, you really can't like feel bad about. And on the flip side, I don't feel bad about not responding in the situation because there really wasn't anything there. And it's what it is. Like we're all just moving on with our lives. Yep. Okay. Great. Well, I hope this helps some of y'all out there. Don't be a tenderoni. Cool it down. If someone wants to leave, they, they're allowed to do that. So let them go. Don't get upset about that. But if you're on the other side and you've been dating someone for a minute, don't just disappear because that's being a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Wrapped right. up in two sentences. <laughs> that is our takeaway. Don't be a baby or a tenderoni. Neither one. Don't do either of those things. Okay. Solid advice. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Still thirsty? Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and all your favorite podcasting platforms, because sometimes life leaves you wanting just a little bit more.